Prisoners of the Ghostland. Did you do that one? Nope. Starring oh, that's Nick Cage, isn't it? Nick Cage. I did watch that trailer today. It looks wild. I feel like all of the titles of his movies now are like Ghost something. <laughs> they all have to have like Ghost in them. Ghost Land. Journal for Ghost Rider. Ghost, Ghost Rider. Ghost Prince. I don't know. G- Ghost Lord. Ghost Pig. So, uh, here I am doing science. Jerry tells the jokes, Dean sings the songs, and gets the girl. Pizza time. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, invented Facebook. I just want to take another look at you. We went to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight from across the world wide web, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Sean Mackey, back in the house. Sean, what is up? Dude, I feel refreshed. Refreshed? Coming off a beach vacation like the boys were before. Okay. I got all the takes. So your vacation was just a week behind uh, Rudy's and mine. Rudy's yeah, and I. Exactly. And I, I let Rudy's. you guys go first, and then I was like, ah, I'll take I'll take one this week. Nah, you know what? I could use a week off. Why not? <laughs> yeah, hit hit up the North Carolina coast. It's not like uh, Ocean City or Italy, but <laughs> it suffices. North Carolina, Italy, close enough. Yeah. Word. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming and bringing something to the table when I introduced you this time. Rather oh, yeah. Than, uh, last, last week's nothing. Yeah, I wrote it in my notes app. Come up with something to say. Hey, could you do some like pre-work for the podcast that you do? <laughs> could you like, put in, you, in five put minutes in of effort? A single, single iota of effort. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for doing that. Unlike our other co-host, who is currently not here... Rudy Rudolph not on the mic because he's he's lazy and he doesn't care about the podcast. He doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about the people. <laughs> he doesn't care about the movie industry as a whole. So we're just, wow, you know, we're just going in. Yeah, we're going to go in on Rudy Oof. a little bit this, this episode. But don't worry. We replaced him with what many people are saying is an upgrade at the position. <laughs> we, uh, we traded him out, went out and got an all-star back on the pod for his fifth appearance. Who's counting at this point? Who's counting? He's pretty Who's much our, our our backup co-host. He's as close as you can be to being a co-host without being a co-host, ladies it's and perfect. gentlemen. The uh, <laughs> the perfect perfect amount. The least amount of responsibility, just with the most amount yeah. of, uh, of enjoyment from the fame. I just get a text. We're talking about this movie. You want to talk about it? I don't really like that one. I'm not going to jump on. <laughs> I don't have any hot takes this one. This one, I got some hot takes. Hasn't happened yet. You haven't declined it, declined yeah. an episode yet. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the pharaoh of finance himself, Levi Smith. Thank you. Back on the mic. Thank you. I'm, I will warn you, I will not have very little finance takes for this movie. <laughs> Uh, I do not have the knowledge or the ability. You should maybe you should have brought an expert. Well, I don't know. You're about as close as we could get. Uh, the movie we're going to be doing tonight, we'll get into it later. It's called The Accountant, and you're the only person I've ever known who's had a job as being an accountant. So, well, uh, not really. I was a financial analyst. Oh, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. But you do have an accounting degree. I do have an accounting degree. So, boom. boom. That makes you more qualified for this movie than I know. Pretty much I know all the else. buzzwords. He's ready to roll. He's ready to roll. <laughs> but before we get to that, we just want to take a moment to remind you to uh, subscribe to uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loose Concept Pod. Uh, the interns have been slacking off on updating those, but uh, we're going to try and get them back on the back on the grind so you can follow follow us there you can write in an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com i don't think we got anything this week yeah i don't think so yeah but if you have any uh if you have any questions or comments or concerns regarding the pod any uh if we get anything right and you want to correct us or just call us idiots you can just write a write a quick little message to looseconceptpod at gmail.com or comment on anything on any of the social media accounts too that works as All well the socials. um yeah, hit hit our socials. 
And lastly, shirts. There's still shirts available. If you want to buy a shirt, you can go to bonfire.com slash loose concept too. Levi, you bought a shirt. How do you feel about that? I bought two shirt? shirts. You yeah. bought two How's shirts. It? Bought two Ooh, shirts. Not only is he is he the most clutch co-host, but yeah. he's also out here holding the holding the pot up with his finances. The quality was very good. Very, Ooh. very good. I like it a lot. It is definitely a go-to. So I got, uh, I went with the the the, the long sleeve tee. Mm, and let me tell you, you can never go wrong with a long sleeve tee. Comfort colors. Yeah, oh, can't, can't beat the to. comfort colors mm. long sleeve tee. I might have yeah. to cop one of those myself. An LC long sleeve tee. So check that out. That's at bonfire.com slash loose concept two. If you want to get that's the number two. It's going faster than Donda merch. Yeah, yes, it <laughs> is. Last. Kanye is calling us trying to get our secrets yeah. and Buy it, then sell it on StockX <laughs> for for an increase. Yeah, it's an investment. Our secret is to just print them on comfort colors. Yeah, that's the <laughs> Our merch is like the new real estate. Many people are saying we realize that you guys realize that comfort colors are key. If it has a design on, that's just bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah just, exactly. just plus. I'm going. I'm rocking double comfort colors right now as we speak. Oh dang! Double. Oof. You gotta. It's like ninety four down here. You can tell Levi's Double really like colors. into the groove as a as a co host of the podcast because he's already talking about comfort <laughs> colors. We got a good solid yeah. five minutes on comfort colors going <laughs> here. I don't know if you caught it, but I said we before. I had to correct myself to I. This guy, he's ready to roll. The Freudian slip. <laughs> We're uh, yeah, We're Rudy. Ready. You're on a. Uh, you're on. You're on notice, Rudy. Oh, Look man. out. Levi, if Levi pitches a perfect game tonight, Red might, alert. Be, uh, might be hard. Might be hard to have Rudy back on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe we'll have know. him on for like a series or something. Yeah, he could. Rudy can guest every now and then or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> before we get into the feature film of the week, though, Levi has uh, has elected to take on the loose concept top twenty challenge. Ooh. Boom. This Ooh. is this is where you uh, you put together your your list of your twenty favorite movies, and you uh, you read them, and the hosts of Loose Concept uh, either uh, um, lambaste you on your uh, your remarks, or we uh, applaud you for your decisions. Okay, so okay, it could go either way. Okay, I I mean we all have similar I have similar tastes as all three of the hosts, so um, I don't think you're gonna see anything you haven't really seen on there before. Okay. How much was my tam- time frame here? Because I feel like you could do like 10 minutes on each of these movies. However, lo- however long you want to go. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you got to say. Okay. I guess we'll do... Just share your heart. That's we'll the only requirement. <laughs> four sections of five. All right. So number 20, Sandlot. Sandlot. Classic. Classic. You love it. Uh, number 19. Greatest 4th of July movie scene of oh. all time. Oh, definitely. Greatest. I put it up on social media every 4th of July for the people to remind them what America's really mm. all about, playing mm. baseball under the fireworks mm. in the 50s. Oh, yeah. Or 60s, I guess, whatever it was. Okay, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, I also want to say that this is, it's like my list, I think, is very diverse, and that's what... You love to what, see it. Yeah. We love to see it. one category. Number 19, Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Would not yeah. have expected that one. Very high. I like that movie a lot. Is that wow. the only Wes Anderson? Or I think that more? that is the only Wes Anderson. I love that movie. I did not think you were into that. Yeah, I actually movie. think it's my favorite Wes Anderson. Okay. And I I did not see it in theaters or anything. I saw it like three months ago and was I was in a very Wes Anderson yeah. phase time of my life. I think we all were during think- the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone's going out buying stationery. Not sure whether to laugh or cry. Lining, the <laughs> lining things up. Everyone's confused and lost. Yeah. And wearing corduroy suits. Mm-hmm. With exactly. Looking at maps. Yeah. New Balance sneakers. Exactly. <laughs> Track suits. Track suits. <laughs> That's a great point. Okay. I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan myself, but I, 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 I'll, I'll give it to you. All right. That's a great pick. Thank you. Number 18. We're going um, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Clint Eastwood, it's a classic. Um, it's a cowboy movie, but it's not as like long as like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is like a really good Too movie, long. but is sometimes hard to get through. Too long. Um, you get some good, he's good one-liners and just looking cool. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I just watched uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly through the first for the first time, and I was like, I couldn't believe I finished it. It was so long. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that movie. It's like three hours. It's really good, but 
like way too long. The, yeah. or if we did that movie, the cut cut and added scene segment of the podcast would just be a, a bloodbath. Yeah, we'd blood be slicing bath. that movie up. Yeah. Uh, number seventeen, Father Goose, K. Grant classic. Okay. World War Two. Okay. Dipping into the classics. Yeah. Just some casual alcoholism and <laughs> looking casual for Japanese plane. I yeah. love it. I dig it. Uh, Sixteen. Back to the Future. More flashbacks. The classic. You yeah. guys living living with the classics. Yeah. yeah. Number fifteen. Boom. The Martian. The Martian. Okay. okay. I'm gonna have to stop you there. Not a big Whoa. Matt Damon guy. I like okay. the movie. Okay. That one. That one needs some serious recasting. But all right. I I can understand that, but I think he's just. I think he does well in the movie, and I think. I mean, I listened to the book beforehand, and so I think it really added to the movie. And, uh, yeah. Get that yeah. little, little book boost. Yeah. I liked that movie. I thought it was good. I liked how it was very sectioned off, and like obviously Matt Damon's character is on Mars, uh, but everyone else, <laughs> like they all like interact in, the, in these little pod-type structures in the sense right. of like Donald Lover doesn't interact with, you know, anyway. I thought that was mm-hmm. a unique filmmaking i am really looking forward to reading uh andy weir's new book uh project hail mary supposed to be really good there's a little plug shouts to andy weir pay us when you uh hear this for uh plugging your stuff on our our podcast (laughs) added value i don't know my my opinion on the martian is uh i think if if the Martian and Ad Astra swapped lead actors, if you put Brad Pitt in The Martian and Matt Damon in Ad Astra, I think both movies get better. I do not like Ad Astra. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> but having Matt Damon in it would make me feel like I wasn't missing out by not watching it. So that would make it better. Do you think Ad Astra's a better comparison or is Interstellar? Because like The Martian Ooh. is like the Interstellar and The Martian are both like, oh, they're scientifically based, right? This could scientifically happen. Yeah, um, the thing with Interstellar is, yeah, it's like seventy-five percent of it is like very scientifically based. It's like all like this is the most realistic uh, portrayal of a, a black hole ever. Not portrayal, but this is the most <laughs> realistic depiction of a black hole in a, ever made yeah. in film. And you're like the whole movie. It's like this is how time actually works in space, and this is how time would work on a planet versus out orbiting around the planet, and this is you know what space travel, how wormholes work, and then it, so it's like seventy five percent is a super scientific movie, and then you get down to the last the last twenty five percent of it. It's like, but all you need is love. Yeah. <laughs> love yeah. is what makes the universe really work. And when he's just like what? <laughs> it's like when he gets behind the bookcase, you're like, what is going on? He's in the bookcase, like sending Morse code through a watch. What? <laughs> I don't know. So good. I like Interstellar. I like. I mean, I like all those movies. Ad Astra is probably the worst of, but I wish I could could swap the actors in because I think The Martian's better if you put Brad Brad Pitt in it or Matt Matthew McConaughey. I just don't get why you don't like Matt Damon, but. Well, that'll be another another pod. <sighs> just something about his face. It's just that <laughs> face. Can't something take it. Face. All right, fifteen through ten. Um, couple old ones and a couple like childhood classics. So, um, August fourteen. Nostalgia factors. Yeah. Uh, Rear window. Okay. Go That's on. an all timer. I think yeah. you get a lot of uh, film critics that agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to it, to catch a thief, K. Grant. Two Alfred Hitchcocks right double, in a row. Du- two Cary Grants as well. Second Cary Grant. Yep, appearance. second Cary Grant. Yeah. I love To Catch a Thief. That movie's great. All time, like, vibe movie. The vibe, like, on the French Riviera oh, or whatever. Yeah. They're just, like, cruising around. Everybody looks good. They're all, like, dressed to the nines. It's a good Super beach vibe. And, yeah, they, and dress yeah, movie. There's, there's beaches and, like, there's just vibes. The action Boats. scenes at the end. That one where it's dark and there's the person like sneaking onto the yeah. the, uh, the property in the dark. Great movie. I love that movie. I think that's my favorite um, Cary Grant, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Is Notorious Alfred Hitchcock? North by Northwest. North by Northwest. Um, Charade? Yeah, I was going to say The Truth About Charlie, but yeah. Is a Maybe remake. Is Charade a North by uh, Hitchcock? Yeah, yeah, it is. Charade, I haven't seen that. I'm just not sure if Notorious is or not. Notorious is like... I don't know. There's no way to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't possibly find out. Yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> never know. Um, see, I think this is 12. 
Uh, Toy Story 2. Well, animated. I think that's my favorite of all Toy Stories. Childhood classic. Did you have any uh, animated on yours, Sean? I think you're only at like one or two. I don't think I don't think I put any animated on mine. I have to, oh, really? have to pull it back I up. I can't remember see. which one is on there. Need, I need I th- to just pull that up. I think Rudy may have been the only one to put an animated movie on this thing, if I remember correctly. I've got one, two, three. Yeah, no animated. But I respect it. Toy Story Two yeah. is definitely the best of the Toy Stories. Solid. I think that's like pick. my my first memory of being going to see a movie in the movie theater too. Oh, really? Is Toy Story Two. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's when you first fell in love with yeah, the cinema. Exactly. <laughs> Confirmed, notorious is an Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, there we go. Touch back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another animated movie, number eleven, The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. I knew it was gonna be on there. This is a good movie. Vin Diesel, the Vin Diesel yeah. vehicle. Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Also making a uh, Very acting in that. Very good. Very good. Love it. Come on in. The water's great. I think I say so that good. pretty much any time I get in the water and it's cold anywhere. Yeah. Anyone, has, anyone who hasn't movie. seen it, it's very, very good. Brad Bird. Your yeah. big uh, Invincibles. Yeah, Incredibles. Fair. True. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, far, this list is pretty big, and Levi. Yeah. No missteps yeah. yet. Gotta say. Been waiting for one. Um, the top 10, I think maybe we'll have a. I think we'll definitely have one or two debates. Okay. Number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, Dude, that's good. Right. Definitely the best Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, uh, The Other Guys. Will Ferrell, Mark Enjoyable. Wahlberg. Enjoyable. I think for a while that movie was criminally underrated. Yeah. I think when it came back on Netflix, it had a strong run yeah, and people... Yeah. I've only seen it once. I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy, but of all the Will Ferrell movies I've seen, that's the one I enjoy the most. I think. Yeah, this generally is a, I just find it's a solid top done. twenty. Yeah, it's trying to be. It's like hitting all the other. Yeah, trying to hit every. Got some comedy, yeah. some animated. You're already some filling, Rudy, filling Rudy's role yeah, by get, being the most populous member of the podcast. Oh really? Okay. There You're for go. the people. Your list is for mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. I love it. Number eight might not be very, div- very uh, divisive movie. Truman Show. Truman Don't Show. Love it. Truman Don't Show. Love it. Yeah. I'm not a. Uh, I think I'm firmly out on Jim Carrey. Who are you more out on, Jim Carrey firmly or Matt Damon? Whew, I think for the brand, I got to say Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> they're very, they're very <laughs> close. But you got Ed Harrison there, Paul Giamatti. That's true. I'm, I'm noted. I, I think go back to the through the archives of Loose Concept, you'll find I'm a noted Ed Harris fan. Mm-hmm. Love Ed. Big guy, big Ed Harris fan. Mm-hmm. Who was the other one? Who else did you say? Paul Giamatti. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm like lukewarm on Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti. What, we should do a pod on like movie. the actors we're all in on and actors that we are all out on. We should. Because mm-hmm. I feel That's like Elijah, I never know which people you're in and out on. I'm like, oh, yeah. We'll just, he we'll loves just go that through that. And then <laughs> we'll it's like, just go oh. through the IMDb list of actors. I'll say, in. Out, in, yeah. in, in, out, out, in, out. Yeah, because I was surprised. <laughs> uh, the Truman What spot is that, Levi? That's eight. That's eight. Like I said, I don't know if I said this already. This list is not like 21, but I think it's kind of like groups. It could fill. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's also movies that are flirting with getting on here and kicking others out. You know what I mean? It's never a select, yeah. rigid list. Yeah. There's always something that can move in and out. Yeah. Um, number seven, Jaws, classic. Ooh, that is the classic summer movie. Yeah, it needs to be watched every summer. So this might be a hot take, but I thought Jaws was overrated. <laughs> wow, I saw I saw it for the first time like a few months, mm-hmm. a few months ago, and I was like, "What is the hype about here?" <laughs> I feel like Jaws is one of those movies. If it's on TV, it just draws you in. Yeah. Like you never plan on watching Jaws, but it's Why, on though? TV and you're just like, oh, I need to see this. For me, it's, it's probably similar on to TNT a- and you just start watching it and then you're three hours later because you're watching it with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like what did you just... do Saturday? Oh, I watched Jaws. <laughs> I watched Jaws. It took four <laughs> hours, but <laughs> um, for me, it's like To Catch a Thief. It's very much like a beach vibe and yeah. it's... It looks, 
I don't know, for some reason, I think it just looks really good with the water and everything, and it it just gets me really hyped for summer and being outside and yeah, being okay. on a boat. My hot take is that The Meg is a better movie than Jaws. Never seen it. Ooh. You're missing out. <laughs> if you like Jaws, you probably will like The Meg. It's kind of the same thing, okay. just with a bigger shark. <laughs> Some might say the shark is too big. That, I guess that's an idea for a movie. This is a classic. What if we did this, but way, way, way bigger? <laughs> bigger. Yes. Bigger, Imagine Jaws, bigger. but more Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the most popular part about Jaws, the Jaws. <laughs> we just take the Jaws and multiply them times a thousand. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. <laughs> Number six, Moneyball. Love it. Yeah. Love it. That one's that one is a movie where I watch it and I have to I like consider reworking the top twenty. Micah would yeah. be happy. Yeah. Would, he shouts would be. to Micah. I think Audible mentioned someone that movie that can make it on the list soon, Miracle. Watched mm. that recently. Very, okay. very good. Okay. Gee, Lisa, the little plug for uh, loose concept number three is a is miracle. Yeah. Did you listen to it? I did listen to it. A little companion yep, piece. Definitely. <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's like you watch that, you immediately run to the po- the phone to listen to <laughs> yep. that podcast, and then you run to the TV to watch the ESPN 30 for 30 on the Russian side. You got a uh, yeah. complete story of what's going on, what's yeah. happening. They should sell that as a box set. Yeah, they really should. <laughs> Loose concept, 30 for 30, and Miracle. They should just run your podcast over the movie. It's they like a should. director commentary. Yeah, our commentary. The LC commentary. We were talking about trying to do that at some point, do like a comment, a just a podcast. Recording where you could just we would just start hit play on a movie and we'd watch the movie. You could listen to, it, but we haven't figured it out. Let's just I think yet, there's software that you can do that, but that is a really good idea. Sync it up. We gotta figure it out. Watch watch a movie with your favorite podcast host. Yeah, exactly. Watch a movie with LC, not Lauren Conrad. What LC? It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a deep, that's a deep, deep take. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was either. <laughs> Shouts to Lauren Conrad, whoever that is. <laughs> Number, f- who is that, Sean? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number five. Once upon a time in Hollywood. What? <laughs> yeah. Top five, baby. How do you get Clinton on there? I've actually changed my thoughts on this movie after watching it a second time. Really, you're back in. I feel like we were all out on it, and then I rewatched it, and with the ending not being as shocking, it has a lot of rewatchability of it. I feel like a lot of the commentary and just the the back and forth between Brad and and Leo just being bros and sharing uh, TV time. I don't know. I've only ever watched it once. Maybe that's the problem, but. First off, I'm not a big Tarantino guy. Second off, I'm definitely not a big Leo guy. <laughs> but I am a big Brad guy. I love Brad Pitt. So the scenes where it's Brad cruising around Hollywood in his car, and then the old car, this, yeah. the radio playing and the sun shining, that's like top tier. I'll get great you that. That's definitely worthy of a top five. But the rest of the movie, I don't know. I just can't, can't get into it. I can't think it's so good. It. I think it's such a vibe, and I think it just all it works together and... Just two guys hanging out, just being guys in the 60s. Guys being dudes. Yeah. Guys being dudes. <laughs> Number four, the greatest Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Five. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. It's nice. Fair. fair. Yep, that, that I th- is the I've, best. I've, I hold a torch for uh, A New Hope myself, or the original Star Wars, as some call it, but... I can understand the Empire Strikes Back as well. They're it's, both it's a classic. Both, both are classic, but I think five is just I think with the snow planet and yeah. just the the Yoda good and variety the, of content. There. The lightsaber fight is vastly superior. Yeah. It's, it's the I best. think the the beauty of a new hope is that it's the first time they did it. But I think if you're probably looking to show someone like a quintessential Star Wars movie, you probably go Empire Strikes Back. Well, who knows nowadays with the Disney and the last three. I don't know if you could count any of those, but different topic for a different day. Hey, Mandalorians, bringing it back. I'm going to do the Holdo maneuver on this (laughs) podcast. Just kidding. I'm doing the Holdo maneuver on Rudy because he didn't show up. (laughs) 
just kidding. <laughs> also about that. <laughs> Boom. Number three, uh, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Oh, yes. A movie, there it is. There it is. A movie I came on I here and passionately shared my love for. Did I put that on the top, Tony? No. Yeah, dude. I think you were like the earliest of my friends that were like, you need to see this yeah. movie. Oh, really? Yeah. and Because I, no. I was like, another Spider-Man? Like, this looks cool, but... Is it good? I was like firmly like, I'm an adult. I don't watch cartoons. And then I watched it and I was like, eh, pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. Pretty, it was, pretty it was good. solid. It's one of my favorite movies. I think that might be the animated movie in my top 20. Uh, yeah, I think it might be. I think you're right. Yeah. It deserves to be there. It deserves yeah. to be there. It definitely has like a case to be the best animated movie um, of, all time. of all time. I think um, so. Suck it, Bambi. I'm a little worried about the new Spider-Man that they took the wrong lessons from that. They're just like, you need multiple Spider-Man and it needs to be a Spider-Verse all the time. So it's like, no, just like be fun and have a good time. And yeah. Yeah. If, feel don't, like t- t- don't take things too seriously. Like, I feel like we've been talking about the, n- oh, I have the hiccups. That's great. That's what you want to have some when, water. You're on, when you're on a podcast, the hiccups. Oh yeah. I feel like we've been talking about the new Spider-Man for like ages. Anyway, into the Spider Verse number three, we love it. Okay. Yeah, number two podcast. Two. I also came on here and talked about Inception. There it is. There we go. Yep. I think that's a, that's in my top twenty. Yeah, I feel like that was really the first movie where you're like, it's almost like it's a, the, the movie's a book, if that makes sense. Like it's something to be studied. I feel like in my Growing up, watching movies was the first one. We're like, oh, like I need to go research stuff about this movie. You know, <laughs> like I need to read some commentaries. For me, I think it was like a, the movies are like expectations. Like, cause I didn't see it in theaters. Everyone was hyping it up, hyping it up, hyping it up, and I like saw it. Yeah. I think it was like a red box, and yeah. it was like if that lived up, it, it lived, lived up, up to, to the hype. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's one that like. Like, who do you know that doesn't like Inception, right? Everyone likes yeah, it. I don't know anybody. It's like the doesn't. rare feat where it's like every, it's just like good. You yeah. Know, it's just pure. It's a pure movie. Even the Leo haters like Even Incep- the Leo haters like myself love Inception. Yeah. Yeah. So. They get great through pick. It. Great, mm-hmm. great number two. Number one, I've also done this podcast, Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Yes. Ocean's Eleven is just, it's yep. just like a classic Yep, um, that's in the top tier for me yeah. as well. It just like it's a good movie. It just yeah. guys being guys, hanging out, being friends, my, being uh, cool. My yeah, yeah guys being dudes. It's all you want to see in a movie is yeah. just dudes being dudes and ladies being ladies. The ladies, mm-hmm. guys being dudes doing manly things. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my my personal threshold what like what i deem as a top five movie so i have to be in the movie movies i'm in the mood to watch for anytime right you throw it in and boom i'm instantly in the mood to watch the movie oceans 11 fits that category the the one thing oceans 11 has going against it is the last two times i saw it i fell asleep in it (laughs) (laughs) you know what's happening (laughs) that's just me getting old though yeah yeah it's called it called being being washed no but yeah a good list i like mm-hmm. it that's a great list everything some old movies some man-made movies some com- comedies some action yeah. movies minimal superhero movies that's surprising yeah uh word well thank you for taking the top 20 challenge respect it I'm glad to it's about time yeah about it was time. throw it together yeah you can't be a get uh, a guest on the show more than multiple five times and <laughs> multiple guests not have a top 20 yeah it's in your well, contract uh, sam's been on now more than five times i think and he's not done a top 20 he but he's got it he's he has a running series so i guess it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> really count he's his own anthology series you yeah. how many guests have you had on that's a very good question ever. 10 no, it's more than that. One, twelve, two, three. I mean, I could look at the the Instagram and figure Four, it out. We've had fifteen. Six. Seven, it's a good number. Where does my top eight. twenty list fit in the top twenty list? It's I feel like it's best. less than ten. Think it's about thirteen. Think of thirteen. Thirteen. It is a lot. Had, I think. Mm. 
Yeah. Always wow. open for more. For Bring any, in different voices. If any of the listeners are down to come on the pod, just uh, hit us up and uh, one of the get socials. Us with the, uh, yeah, all you have to do is pick out a movie. Pitch it, it to takes. us. Yeah, pitch your movie to us. Send an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com with your, uh, your movie suggestion. Anyway, speaking of movie suggestions, this one Levi did not pick, but he's jumped on because he has expertise in the area. As we mm. mentioned, he is an accountant. He was an account- He's never been an accountant, but he has a degree in it. <laughs> so uh, we're doing the accountant. I need to know who he is, how he does it, and who survives this kind of clientele, the secrets this guy has. The accountant? It's a cover. He's different. Nothing short of supernatural. Got a PhD in black money. He's capable more than we know. He's a killer. Only when someone breaks his moral code. Who are you? The accountant waited R. The accountant came out in 2016. As a math savant uncooks the books for a new client, the Treasury Department closes in on his activities and the body count starts to rise. This stars uh, Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, John Bernthal, Jeffrey Tambor, John Lithgow, Gene Smart, um, and that's sort of where it kind of falls off in terms of big, big names, but those are the... Those are sort of the the cornerstones of the podcast. We saw us in theaters, didn't we, at school? I think we definitely did. 2016, I would have been graduated by then, so I probably was not. Maybe here for the weekend? Maybe I did. I don't know. Maybe you guys saw it without me. It could have been the year I wasn't there. When everyone was down there having fun, I was up here in Pennsylvania, just forlornly looking at Instagrams, <laughs> shedding a tear. Aww. Oh, they're at the lake this weekend. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> anyway, the, the accountant, <laughs> Levi, transition. as an accountant, we'll let you uh, lead, lead off hit here on the best part about the movie. What was the best part of the movie for you? Um... You know what? It's not rare that I go into a movie and I come out of it and I'm like, the best part of the movie is the message. But uh, it's definitely what I came out with this movie. I love it. To quote uh, Dom Toretto from Fast and Furious, you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> oh, yes. Family. It's all about family. Love it. Yeah. Also, people with uh, with uh, developmental disabilities. Yes, definitely. Very pro. Are also can yeah. be, are just as important as people who don't have those. That was definitely, I think, one thing that stuck out to me more. This movie as well is like yeah. the message at the beginning and at the end yeah. of the the disability learning disabilities. People and, are people. Yeah. No matter no matter people what you got people. to struggle with. No matter how small. Love it. No matter how big. No matter how small. No matter if you can uh, stand loud noises or not. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. all people. Love it, Sean. Best part Best of the part movie. Best part of the movie? Yeah, I would say the pairing of it being an action movie, but having a lot of dramatic and sentimental undertones to it of mm. the brothers and looking back at the past and things, you know, Christian, I guess, is the character's name. He goes by multiple different aliases, but... Um, yeah, just it's kind of a unique movie in that it's an action movie, but it kind of like what Levi said, it has a message. Um, but I think the best part of it is just um, I want to say Ben Affleck. I think it's hard for someone to pull off this role. Um, yeah, and I think he has the chops to do it. So he's he's the best part of the movie. I love it. That's a good take. I, I have a question on that later on, but we we can uh, we can come back to it. Um, for me, I had a few things for the best part. I'm gonna pull a Sean and just list like 17 <laughs> things as being the be- the best part. Nice. But um, one of my favorite parts about the book or the about the movie. <laughs> 
is uh, the opening scene where he's uh, cooking the books for the elderly couple. And yes. he's like, and you sometimes take the pickup truck there. You mean the company car? Yeah. I zip like, over. Zip? Yeah. Yeah, you zip over? What what vehicle do you take? <laughs> What's a zip? <laughs> Always loving denying the federal government yeah. money. Yeah, I love it. Taxation is theft. <laughs> Anytime you can, uh, can uh, screw over the IRS, yeah, go for it. Whatever. Just kidding. They're listening to this. They have us tapped. The IRS is great. Love it. Anyway, well, that's a that's a great scene. Really, any of the scenes where he's like doing like the math stuff to me is is pretty great. Where does this fit up there for like Moneyball and like uh, other movies? That are like, dang, I wish I was good at math. That's interesting. I uh, see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like normally equate it to like a Moneyball or like a. Um, uh, what be another uh, one like the, that? What was that one Sean likes with the um, margin call? Margin call. Yeah. Margin call. It's. I wouldn't really say it's like a money movie, but I guess in a sense it is. I don't. I. It's not as good as Money. I like Moneyball better, but yeah, it's up there. I love this movie. I mean, we'll just. I'll just start with that. This movie rules so hard. Um, I also like the uh, the casting. I think all the casting is really great. John Bernthal as as Ben Affleck's brother. I was actually going to ask casting. you that if if yeah. you're in on John Bernthal because I am like very much in. I feel like I see him and I'm like yeah yeah oh yeah I'm the same way. John Bernthal's in a movie. It's like yes, let's go, my dude. So my I like God. that. Um, and then the ending. I like the the uh, like sort of you were saying. I think the ending is where it sort of ties the whole whole thing up together like you get the like the emotional punch of like the brothers reuniting you can it's interesting because you can sort of like see it coming the whole time that john bernthal is going to be his brother and it's sort of like you kind of like put it together halfway through that like but then they sort of it's like you think it's like oh i got this movie figured out i got the twist i didn't figure out and then they like show you that the girl who is also in the like the learning facility or whatever is like the voice behind the thing. You're like, what? And that's like mm-hmm. a double twist, and it's great. I don't know. It's just so good. Yeah. Who's so who's much. doing the the music at the end? Um, sh- uh, what's his name? Sean Sean Rowe. Yeah, I, I did say. look that up. So it's just it's a pretty good song to end out on. Like a little yeah, a little acoustic jam. Yeah, jam. I think it's Sean Rowe is the guy's name. R O W E. Shout out to Sean's. It's very similar to Warrior. Yeah, yeah. yeah you definitely tell. Gavin O'Connor did both, directed both. It's To Leave Something Behind by Sean Rowe is the song. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It does sort of have the, the emotional like mm-hmm. punch of, of Warrior at the yeah. end. It's, I never thought about that. This guy either has like the, the worst family of all time or the best <laughs> family of all time. He just loves his dude loves his brother. He's yeah. all, it's all he does have a brother. Yeah. I looked up. He has oh, a really? brother. He produced a movie with his brother. Let's go. Yeah. Brothers for life. I love anything with a brother in it for me is always just like, you know, Peak. pulls tugs the old tugs the old heartstrings. So that's my best. I I know I like said so many things, but I love this movie. Anytime a movie like after I watch it has me questioning like, do I need to redo my top twenty? Like that's <laughs> like, you know, it's a good movie. This one might have to work its way in there. I love it so much. <laughs> but on that note, as hard as it is, let's pivot to worst. This is the worst, worst. part of the movie. Back to you, Levi. It's weird that um, did Sean or did by the way. yep Sean or did you mention how well it's cast it is? Because I feel like there's one person who's casting it who is not great, and okay. I'm sure we'll get to that person. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about too. Okay, so, I was just saying. It's, it's Anna Kendrick. Yeah. She's pretty bad in this movie. Oh, I was going to pick someone else. Yeah, oh, she, really? Oh, really? John Lithgow? Oh, you're not. Oh, I like John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yeah, he's my recast. I, feel, I like him in this movie. Well, we can, we can get it. I understand where he's well. not cast well, but. Is that your recast, Sean? Yeah. I'm trying to know what's the worst. Is it Anna Kendrick? Is that the worst? I mean, I feel like for her, she like just takes me out of the movies at time, yeah. in the movie at time, and it's just like, I don't know if it's like. She kind of doesn't fit with the serious. Yeah. Is she too light at times? But then I'm like, who would you replace her with? And it, I think yeah. it kind of and to ask, you have to ask another question. Like, is am I supposed to like think that they'll have a will they won't they? Like, are they supposed to be like almost romantically tied? I think so. Then I'm like, all right. Well, do I want to age up that character? And I was just gonna go. You know what? If I recast it, I, I we can go come back to it later who I'd recast it with. But 
Um, yeah, I have some thoughts on. We'll come back to it on the recast, but that yeah, I have some thoughts on on that topic as well. But uh, Sean, we'll get to yours. What was your worst of worst part? My worst is not even really a worst part of the movie, but it's just agonizing to watch him go into his bedroom, turn on the yes. super metal yes. music, oh, and then just yes. start like. Yeah rolling his that shins. was my part yes that was my worst too. why does he do that i literally mute it and then just look away because i can't watch <laughs> and then he starts like whacking them with the sticks yeah. is the most like painful thing to watch i, I honestly forgot that he started whacking it because i didn't i didn't i didn't watch that part is it supposed to make you feel like that like too? feel like he's feeling yeah why does he whack his legs with the stick i don't understand it i don't know I don't know. Is he rolling out his muscles, or is he trying to like? That's what I thought the first time. Like when he, no, because the first shin. time it just shows him doing it. He seems like he's more gentle. I thought maybe I don't know. Well, he's doing it on a shin, which there's no muscle there. It's just all bone. Is he just doing to like for pain? He's trying to give him like. I don't know if it's like instead of him. I I don't I don't want to speak to it actually because I don't really know what if it correlates with autism or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it maybe it does have something to do with that. I don't know, but it's excru- excruciatingly painful yeah. to watch, and so that's that's my that's my worst. Well, too. and I forgot I that they the were one. two different because the first one I'm like, okay, I got through that, and then he it happens again when which I thought was a good set of a good scene that he kind of gets out of his element, and in the first scene where he's pulling into his garage, he times it perfectly. And then the second time he doesn't, he like has to wait. And then he ends, the garage door ends up hitting the truck and he just starts like yeah. getting out of his routine. But I was like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's a second one where he just starts like beating himself. And it was just very difficult to watch. And the loud music, yeah. it's just kind of, I, that song I, is kind of flames though. <laughs> well, it's not even like you a worst part because I don't want it song? taken I don't, out. I don't know but... what it is, but it's heat. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, and it's not even like a worst part because I don't want it to be. You know, I I understand why they probably put it in there, but it's just agonizing to watch. Yeah, is it worse than like um, when he's freaking out as a kid? Because I feel like I think so. Yeah, I feel like that was hard to watch too. Obviously, they're intentionally hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's not. That one's not like. That one's not like physically. Like when he's whacking his legs with the stick, I can feel it on my leg. Like I can like it's so like viscerally like. uh, It's like nails on a chalkboard sort Mm. of feeling almost. Where he's freaking out with a kid as a kid is just like you feel bad. It's like because he can't control it and it's just like i don't know it's more like an emotional sadness but the other one was just like agony so that's my worst as well um cut a scene out a scene next up next segment do you have any cut are you cutting anything out are you adjusting pulling it making any edits levi yeah i am i'm adjusting the one scene where um the one bureau agent lady is like investigating and she does like two google searches for like <laughs> lewis carroll and mathematicians is like yeah we know this like it's like you just found out that lewis carroll is a mathematician and that he's using a fake mathematician's names like yeah. she doesn't like that she's the first person to put together like lou carroll is like lewis carroll like uh yeah so, so so there's like two of those this, scenes who is this lou carroll person he's <laughs> yeah is, you say. not the one that she's not the one when she's at the IRS, because I like that scene, but the one where she does it, she Googles, and yeah. she goes back and Googles again. I'm cutting that scene, and then I'm adding, I want a gym scene. I want Christian Wolf at the gym, because you look at him, yeah. Ben Affleck is like jacked in this, and you're like, yeah, yeah. trying to envision this guy at the gym. Maybe he's got a little encounter with a bully. What's the routine? Oh, yeah. Is he just in the garage with the kettlebells? No, no, no. Does he have a, does he have a full, full-blown full weight rack? You can't think a guy like this is going to an actual gym. Oh, that's true. He's definitely got something in his garage. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's like a little Batman yeah, what's scene there in the basement. I, I see. I envisioned him being at like an actual gym. Yeah. Him going to just like a, a Planet Fitness and just <laughs> throwing up weight and getting the, the lunk alert. Intricately like wiping down every machine in the same <laughs> yes. pattern. Yeah. I could see that. Maybe you do a little. You could fully sub in for Rudy here and do it. Throw in a montage. Yeah, montage. Yeah, another montage. montage. I dig that a lot. That's very good. Maybe he owns a gym. Maybe that he's uh, he's funneling money to a business. gym. Well, that is, isn't that one of the things in that strip mall? Maybe not. 
It was a laundromat, so. a Chinese food, and a nail place, I believe. Uh, okay. Throw a gym in there. We'll throw a gym in there. Boom. A, a missing part for me is really his learning about his backstory on how he becomes the accountant. Because mm. we get a little bit with the Jeffrey Tambor scenes of him being in prison and kind of, I, I would assume, sort of showing him how he did this. Christian Wolf kind of leaves prison or escapes prison and then becomes this mastermind accountant for all these different um, kingpins. But I don't know. I feel like it's a big jump to just go, oh, yeah, he told me some stuff in prison and I was able to pick up on it. Um, yeah. Like maybe he's, I don't know. I, I wanted more of that backstory on like how, because we get some of the scenes about how he learned um, the self-defense and kind of special forces tactics from all these different trainers but we don't really learn like how did he become a whiz at cooking books and stuff so love it that would be my I, I have, a, I have another another backstory comment so do him and his brother want to run away from their dad then no i don't think so because he goes to the mom's funeral with the, i think right. his brother I, does and that's why he says why did you stay with dad or whatever I well, know. I think his brother gets angry at him because they he took his dad to the funeral. Yeah, I'm talking about the scene where they fight those kids. Yeah, they fight the kids under the bridge, then they like run away. I think his brother was chasing the one kid down, uh, like the one kid was running oh, I must away. Have missed that. And his brother was chasing him down to beat, beat him, him up. up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I think they just probably had a falling out or something, and he stayed in touch with his dad and. Um, What's his name? I think they just like drifted apart. They started doing different stuff or whatever. Yeah, see, I just missed the kid running away. And I thought like they were like running away from their dad or something. Yeah, no, I think he was chasing down some get the put the beat on some other kid. But Sean's a uh, cut of Addison sort of ties in mind with mine, actually. I'm I'm gonna cut out the leg whacking scene, at least just the leg whacking part of it. Maybe he just lies down on his bed and listens to some loud yeah. loud music and flashing lights. But um I want to add in more uh, prison time, more prison scenes. Maybe that's where you get your gym montage. You, montage, you get the <laughs> uh, you the, gym, the prison workout. He's in yeah. the in the cell, cranking out some uh, some pushups and stuff in there. Maybe that's the move. But uh, yeah, just some some more prison time. I want to see uh, Ben Affleck's character in prison, how he reacts to some of the other prisoners, some of the people that maybe aren't so structured in their lives. Um, so that was my my ad. It was but very it, enjoyable, the yeah. prison scene. Yeah. yeah. I actually like, enjoyed that. Yeah. Just chilling out there. He's got a, little fa- he's got a father well, figure. The only and- problem <laughs> the problem with the prison scene is you see Jeffrey Tambor in the prison, in the prison suit, and you expect him to be telling Ben Affleck there's <laughs> always money in the banana stand. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Eating an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With his shoe on his head, with the shoe, <laughs> yes. his shoe yarmulke on his head. <laughs> So that was the only problem with that scene. But um, other than that, really, really good, really good stuff. It's tough. I mean, it was tough coming up with like stuff to add because I think otherwise, like it's pretty crisp. It moves. The movie moves. It moves. Yeah. Pretty well. I would cut out um, a couple of the scenes with um, Anna Kendrick's character. Yeah. I feel like she could have mm-hmm. just been a minor. Like, oh, she works at the place too, and you kind of have to. She's a damsel in distress. You kind of have to just save her. And well, let's of, get into but, that that now let's get into the anna kendrick discussion so is that who you have for your recast yeah okay so as we get into recast role here anna kendrick you're pulling her out Mm -hmm. you feel she doesn't fit she's not too bubbly what's the Uh, i don't know it just doesn't fit the vibe yeah i don't think it just fits the vibe um yeah that's and that's a hard thing too i don't really know if i have a great replacement for her yeah maybe uh alicia van kander maybe there you go well that's what i think yeah the important question is what's the what's the dynamic supposed to be so my theory on that one is the reason they seem so imbalanced as like a uh romantic like interest is because she's so much shorter than he is oh interesting there's like there's like maybe like a foot and three inches of height difference there i feel like at least she's got to be like five five foot five one right mm-hmm. she is five two five two okay ben affleck's six, six four? four yeah 
There's yeah. more than a foot of difference. Then it, yeah, so you have a foot and two inches of height difference. That like automatically in your brain makes you think the person is younger than they right. are, which makes it seem more like a father like daughter. Yeah, weird I got father, like brother daughter, sister yeah. vibes. That's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes it too weird. So that scene where she's like sidling over to him on the couch is just like a little Awkward. like uh, yeah. icky. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, you get someone in there that's a little taller. Um, I didn't really have like anybody specific in mind, but I thought it'd be interesting. How would you whoever Woodley? Ben Stiller, whoever uh, not Ben Stiller, whoever Ben Affleck is dating, will be <laughs> yeah, that will play the, the, dating the other person. J Lo is in this movie. I think as he was married to Jennifer yes. Gardner in that movie. I actually kind of think Jennifer Gardner would work in this movie. That's a, there you go. That's you the could, bummer. Yeah, you can make her sort of like an older like accountant. She's yeah. been working for this company for a long time as their accountant. Well, so I think it's a She's, huge. Would, and I don't want to get into like the finance kind of, but it seems like there's a huge difference. There's like the CFO and this junior cost accountant. It's just like, yeah. you know, there are people. That's all they got. There's people in the middle there. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably more likely that one of them saw it. That's true. One of those middle managers. Yeah. Maybe a financial analyst. Yeah. Someone who's been been at the company two years. Right. He's on his second job. He worked for like a, a Geodis company named Geodis yeah, maybe. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leon wants to put himself in this movie as the yeah. guy who spots the the uh, inconsistency. I'll, I'll be the will they won't they for Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> will he, I don't will know if he? I'm tall enough though. <laughs> That's good. No, I think you're good in the height department. Not too much of a difference. No, I like uh, Jennifer Garner. That's a di- it becomes a different character if she's in there. I was also thinking maybe you go. Like this is, might be a little out there, but I was thinking like Aubrey Plaza, who's like, you know, she could come in and do her like whole like sarcasm, like sort of mean okay. thing. Yeah. And it would he like wouldn't know how to process it because he doesn't understand the sarcasm. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. really appreciate the sarcasm. Yeah. And you could get an interesting dynamic. So that was my my thought on the recast of, of that character. But I too, I'm pretty out on Anna Kendrick. If we're going down the list of actor actors and actresses, Anna Kendrick is what I'm I'm out on. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I just haven't seen her in much besides just Pitch Perfect. Yeah, she's just a little too um, high-pitched. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Too Pitch Perfect? She just, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time taking her seriously. She doesn't see... She just seems like... Like, I guess you were saying a little bit too much of a damsel in distress. Like, she's incapable of doing anything yeah. and, like, making any decisions for herself. And there's just no, she just doesn't seem like she has a lot of personality there. So, that's what I think maybe gets Yeah, my cut scene would probably be the whole hotel going back to that. The whole hotel scene. Yeah. Because I feel like that just doesn't move the plot forward. It's just awkward. Um, but I actually, for my. Re- Except for the part where he talks about the scratchy towels, because I totally agree, I hate scratchy towels myself. You just cut out Anna Kendrick's blackjack story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, but my recast is actually John Lithgow. I feel like he's just, for me, yours is like Anna Kendrick just doesn't belong in this movie. Mine is John Lithgow. I'm just like, yeah, is he really? Just the way his demeanor is, I feel like. So you're gonna kill? Wasn't that his sister that he? had killed gene smart's character yes yeah i think that's supposed to be his yeah sister. it's like yeah. You're, so you're gonna to kill sister? your sister and your best friend so you can have 60 million dollars or whatever or i guess cook yeah. the books to then ipo and i could understand a different character but i feel like john lithgow just doesn't pull it off yeah because he needs to have like a like a, a subtle like air of like sinister like sinister there needs to be something a little yeah. sinister about him and he just seems like too much like cuddly old grandpa which i guess <laughs> i get what they're trying to do they're trying to put you off the scent a little bit yeah, but that's true i thought you were gonna say he just doesn't seem like very like uh techy you know what i mean like he doesn't seem uh, like uh maybe like a uh a tech and building this tech company. company guy yeah yeah I, I just don't think he fits the role at all um um, I actually had Ed Harris down, but now that you oh. say that, Elijah, it makes me think that maybe that would be too obvious, but I feel like he could run as like the, I, don't know, I guess he's the CEO founder type, just like really serious yeah. at the beginning. And you're not really, I mean, I think he normally plays like a villainous character, but no, I, think, I don't know. I think you have that opinion because of Westworld, but he's yeah, definitely like 
Ed Harris can do like he can do both. kind, kind loving grandfatherly type character. I think he could. I Someone's like that. clearly I like that never a seen a radio. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I mean, he dies at the end of it, but if they kept him alive, that it sounds like they're they're talking about doing a second one. Oh, I really? That, yeah, it's yeah. In, it's in the works. Let's go. Strongly rumored. Yeah. Me, I don't know. I I think that it's good that he died in this movie because I don't <laughs> want to see him again in the in the sequel. Um, but if it was Ed Harris, I think that would be a good like continuing arc. Is if they had him. You know, yeah. But anyway, Bring that was just—I could totally see the Anna Kendrick not really belonging. But I just have maybe reduced it, my version of the account and reduced her role so much that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing about proms and Vera Wang dresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even like what Ben Affleck says, like at the same time that she does, like they finish their sense of it was an investment. It's like that was yeah. so childish. I don't know. It just didn't fit. That's that, not it. That's not how investments work. That's like me buying a piece of clothes every single time. Oh, I'll wear this so often. <laughs> yeah. I'll have it forever. These two hundred dollar boots are an investment. Anytime I buy something from L. Bean, <laughs> this is investing. Yeah. Stonks. <laughs> that's good. Weird. All right. Uh, miscellaneous thoughts, notes, questions. I had a few. Um, I have a, a one of them. Is this Ben Affleck's best movie? Oh. And if not, what is? Levi actually asked me this question the other week when we first when yeah. I first told him we we're doing this movie. I is think this? Rudy's favorite movie is probably his best movie. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably most people would agree with you. I'm looking. For me, this is. I'm looking at his IMDb. No, definitely Daredevil. Daredevil's the best <laughs> No, I think... Uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> I, I would say Goodwill Hunting's the good, like, standard answer. But if we're going away from Goodwill Hunting, what about The Town or Gone Girl? I like... I, I've never seen Gone Girl. I like The Town, but I don't, after on the rewatch, I don't think I like The Town as much as I like The Accountant. I walk away from The Accountant thinking, should I put this in my top 20? Gone Girl, I mean, uh, The Town, I don't... Like, I enjoy it every time, but I'm not like, that's a top 20. Yeah. I think Argo is good, too. Argo. I think he's... Yeah, that might be his pinnacle, yeah. like, complete feature because he directed it. Yeah, well, I think that was kind of like his... Com- I'm back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe the town will come back too, but side note, we need to do Gone Girl. If Elijah, you've never seen it, is that a creepy movie? It's a day adventure, right? No, it's like a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a creepy movie. Is it <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's a hard question. I would probably say Goodwill Hunting, but maybe Argo as a close second, just because yeah, I've... it was his comeback. He directed it. Yeah, I think most people would probably agree with you, but for me, it's the accountant. In my heart, it's the accountant. That's when I like Ben Affleck the most. It's a good question, though. So, did Ben Affleck have to really act to <laughs> to get into this role, or was he just good at this role because he's really bad at acting? No, no, I think he's good. <laughs> he's a good actor. <laughs> I think he played it well. I thought it was authentic. The character's really interesting and like unique and lovable and uh I don't know, it's a great character. Yeah, I feel like it's so it's so unique in that no one's really tackled just the fact if it was just him being an accountant and also being like yeah. a special forces spy like action hero type guy, but the fact that yeah, he also has autism, um I think just puts it, it's like, oh, wow, this is very unique and special. I have a little, like, yeah. trivia that I, I noticed um, pretty recently. If you look at the, like, poster of the movie, you yeah you can see it's a puzzle, which yeah. goes back to him doing the puzzle at the facility. Yeah. But then also, um, autism's uh, sort of moniker is oh, a puzzle symbol that's yeah. true You're right so i thought that was a cool kind of subliminal <laughs> message 
Mind blown. Yeah. Genius. Who's the guy who directed it? Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor. Genius. Who also did Warrior. I'm sure he didn't do the. Do you know what? Poster. I also need to do something we didn't talk about. The Way Back. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is awesome. I J.K. love J.K. Simmons. Simmons. Very good at this movie. Yeah. I, well, that was I have that in my notes. Is J.K. Simmons the most viewed actor in Loose Concept? Have we seen the most? I feel like I feel like we do a, J, a movie with J.K. Simmons like every other week. Maybe not. Maybe that's just like a yeah, recency thing or something. But I feel like I, we're always doing movies with J.K. Simmons in them. We just did the Tomorrow War. J.K. Simmons. He just comes in. He's, J.K. Simmons is like sixth man of the year you know he's not like the starter on the team but he can come in and get you a bucket and it's like boom he holds yeah. down a solid mm. 20 minutes in your movie Three i don't know i just really enjoy him and i think he's oh, i do too. i think he's, he's very versatile he could do the grandfather or he could do the the, the j jonah jameson yeah i think he's good in this one because he's sort of in between you don't know whether you yeah. like the guy or hate the guy yeah he's good he's, good. he's very good if gavin o'connor did a batman movie <laughs> With Ben Affleck. Are you in or are you out on that? I feel like this is sort of like a Batman yeah, movie. Yeah, I think it is. That's better. I, I watch this and I'm like, this guy, like, I feel like this could have been a Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, 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 if there was the same attention to uh, detail and uh, Ben Affleck sort of played the same character in Batman, the Batman movies yeah. are better, maybe. I don't know. It is sort of like that is sort of the vibe you get after after right. watching it. It's like this is a Batman movie. After he like strangles that guy with the belt, you're like, oh, Batman. Batman. <laughs> and the, he's in the the hallway in that apartment, you know, where she's uh, about to be uh, mm-hmm. murdered or whatever. Makes you a little sad. Makes me wish we had a Ben Affleck, Kevin O'Connor, yeah, Batman movie, an actual good Bat Ben uh, Batfleck. Yeah. Did you guys think it was out of place that he sent her the Jackson Pollock original painting at the end, and she's just gonna display uh... that in her apartment, like low key? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the most awkward part of the movie when they show her apartment. It's just like typical white girl, like a just generic, like exposed you know, late late twenties, early thirties girl apartment or whatever. And then she just has a Jackson Pollock on the wall. Yeah. And it's just like that eh, doesn't really go. <laughs> She's sort of setting herself up to get robbed in the future exactly. just by having this extremely expensive work of art there. Like if a maid comes in or something, like or a, a delivery guy, she opens the door for a pizza delivery guy. He sees a Jackson Pollock on the wall. Do you think like, anyone would actually think that's a real Jackson Pollock, though? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's the, fake. Uh, the impossibility of That it. would be the know. ultimate like move. Like He, he, he sent a, a fake dogs playing poker to hide a fake Jackson Pollock, and she's like, this is a real one, and it's really fake. <laughs> <laughs> what, like... Yeah, yeah, that would also be hilarious. I do love that scene where she's like trying to talk to him on the steps, and everything he says, he's like, "I have a pocket protector." She's like making fun of the dogs playing poker, and he's like, "I like dogs playing yeah. poker." I love that scene. That's a great scene. Yeah, it's also kind of uh, pre-presumptuous that she just immediately just like, yeah. "Oh, he sent me dogs playing poker." No, he sent me a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like Ben Affleck in that in that movie. I too enjoy incongruity. It's the beauty of it. Okay, one more thing then. One more thing. So he's like uh, autistic, but he like he writes her like a note. Yeah. And he like it's like pretty like emotionally connected, like connecting, right? Doesn't yeah. that kind of like break it? Like maybe he's better. He can't articulate it, he but can he can write, write it. He can write it. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. You're thinking about it too much. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Just enjoy the enjoy the the Sean Rowe song, closing it out. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, I guess we just went over Levi's top twenty. Sean, I'm assuming it's not in your top twenty. It's not, but I need to I need to put maybe it in consideration the next next time around. Yeah. Oh wow. Like I said, it's close. It's one of those movies I finish it and I'm like, I'm thinking about it. It's it's top fifty definitely. Yeah. There's a little too much like the violence is like there's a little too much like blood in it, I think, to ever like to get it fully in the top twenty, but it's close. Yeah. There's a lot of uh 
a lot of like headshots and stabbings and things that are I don't really enjoy watching that. But did you guys pick up the characters great on towards the end when he's he's attacking the house? Like you imagine there's like five guys there. You like you like see five. Like oh yeah, there's probably like five guys here, and he kills five of them. And then there's like just more and more and more people <laughs> just coming out coming. of nowhere. And you're like, there's like 15 people in that house, but I definitely <laughs> did not see. I don't know. I feel like that was a little, a little bit of a, a plot hole. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. Thanks for it. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Levi, for coming in and uh, picking up for Rudy's slack. We appreciate. You're more it. than welcome. Rough night for Rudy here. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's, uh, it's emotional. It's emotional times. Is loose concept falling apart? I don't know. Could be. This could be the end. Every episode could be the end at this point. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, next week on the podcast, Rudy didn't get to weigh in the decision because he's not here. We'll be talking about the Tom Cruise classic. We can't get away from Cruise. Cruise might be the most most uh, covered actor yeah, on the podcast, actually. Now that I think about it, uh, we're doing a few good men. So uh, keep an eye, keep an eye and an ear out for that. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Shouts to Levi for coming on. Reverse shouts to Rudy for not being here. Uh, remember, do always. Keep it loose. Keep it conceptual. And it's time to leave something behind. Our money is free, but love costs more than our bread. In the ceiling, it's hard to reach. When my soul is a man, he will know what I meant. I was just trying. To leave something behind I was just trying To leave something